Oh, man. More great developments from Mr. Doe. And we get introduced to a new friend. Hopefully she has some answers. But be careful, Mr. Doe. Please don't be reckless. If you're just joining us, I don't know what to say except start from the beginning. This isn't your typical podcast. My name is Lily McHale. I was volunteering in the psych unit at Jefferson when I met a patient there named Mr. Doe, which isn't his real name because he doesn't remember it. I can't say I really understand what's going on, but I wanted to help. He was kind and smart and seemed like he wasn't getting the help he needed, and I thought someone out there might be able to help him. I set this up so he can connect with the world. His recordings automatically upload to my Dropbox, and then I add music and make it sound like a real podcast. And while I'm really excited, the point is that he needs help. His memory is messed up, and someone out there knows him. If you know anything that could help, please email me at lilymikhail at gmail.com. We found her. 42935? Hazel. She's the young girl I remembered from the day of the blast when I lost my memory. When I woke up in the park briefly to hide the oreograph in the bench, I remembered seeing her passed out in the grass nearby. I can picture her face as it was when I woke up and was laying in the grass myself, half covered in long chestnut brown hair, sleeping peacefully. It turns out she's in some type of home. The best I can figure out is that it's for children without parents, but they can't be put in the foster system because of the psychiatric disorders. After scoping the place out for a couple days, we went to see her, me and Alex. Alex has been great, helping me to keep things straight and everything. She's a great partner in all this. Ever since the doctor told me his theory on my simply having a concussion, Alex seems even more determined to find the end of this maze. I think she wants to believe me more than she actually does nowadays. She thinks spending more time with me will help her decide if I'm actually out of my mind. Usually I'd be bothered with so much attention, but it's different with her. We make a good team, that's all I'm saying. And without her, I never would have gotten to see Hazel. When we showed up, they were hesitant to let us see her. But Alex stepped up and started rattling off some story about being with Jefferson Hospital and being a research professor and following up on possibly enrolling Hazel in a study or something. I don't know. It was incredible. She was so convincing, it was almost frightening. They were about to tell us to hit the road, but Alex just kept pressing, and she finally got them to agree to let us see Hazel. When they brought her out, Hazel was not what I was expecting. She was in a wheelchair that they rolled out and aimed at a window. She's probably only about eight or nine, I'd say, but 
Shit, I don't know anything about kids, so she could even be 12 or something. Her light brown hair was pulled back in a ponytail this time. As soon as I saw her, I was positive she was the one that was laying near me in the grass that day. I was also positive that I had other memories of her too. Stupid little things like eating waffles in a diner or laughing with her when we were watching Finding Dory, the movie. I couldn't remember anyone else ever being with us, which seems odd. My wife wasn't there. But if she's in this juvenile psych ward orphanage thing, I, I guess that might make sense. I mean, I can't remember anything more about her, though. She's 42935, which I know makes her sound like some kind of science experiment or something to normal people, but that's just how I remember anyone. I've just finally stopped thinking of Alex as 2599. Anyway, I thought seeing Hazel would bring back more memories, but it's just junk. Insignificant scenes. No Christmas mornings or birthday parties or anything like that that could lead me to figure out where I lived or what was going on or where my wife was. And she always looks the same in all the memories. She's the same age she is now. Nothing of her looking any different, like when she was younger or something. I'll be honest, since she's a kid, I really thought if I had spent time with a kid, my wife would be there too. And the memories would include her. She was the nurturing one. The kind, innocent, loving one. At least, I, I think. I was excited to talk to Hazel too. I mean, just because the memories didn't come flooding back when I saw her, I thought, okay, well, we'll talk through it. I mean, what could be more exciting than actually talking to someone who knew me in my past life? But it all went to shit. Hazel was... nothing. Like a zombie. She barely looked at us. She just stared ahead aimlessly. She didn't even acknowledge we were there. Before the nurses left her with us, they gave her several pills to swallow. Honestly, it was a small handful, all different colors, shapes, and sizes. She took them mindlessly. It might have been the only time we even saw her move, now that I think about it. Her whole being seemed lifeless, lost in her mind, far, far away. I asked the nurse what Hazel was on, but she said she wasn't at liberty to share that. So I gave Alex a look, and she jumped into action with her researcher story, but the nurse just blew her off. I tried to ask Hazel some questions, but she barely moaned in response. It's those drugs. I mean, she's only a kid. It seemed like a lot to take. It all actually felt uncomfortably familiar. I felt like I've been in a similar situation. I don't even mean this last stint in the psych unit at Jefferson. Before then, a, a long, long time ago, rehab or something like it, maybe. I, re I remember, you know, that familiarity of everyone being really touchy and overly delicate with you, like the wrong wording could set you off and ruin weeks of their progress. I can't picture it, but like always, it's the feeling that's reminiscent. 
being slumped in a chair, taking lots of pills, staring out at nothing, while a little voice in the back of your mind debates what the point of it all is. Yeah, I think it was rehab. I can feel some lingering past of addiction, but I don't know of what. There's nothing that I crave. I don't feel like I'm suppressing some deeper yearning for alcohol or drugs or something like that. Don't addicts always have that hunger deep in the back of their minds? That's why we call addiction a disease, right? This isn't insight. I've been taught this. I've lived this. Been lectured to about this. But why? I don't pine for drugs or sex or anything. No. No, that's not true. There is something. A darkness. Deep down inside of me, there is a darkness that scares me. A quiet little demon locked in a dark basement deep inside me. I just don't try to get anywhere near it. I'm afraid that if I get close enough to remember what's locked away, I'll let it loose. It's hard to explain. I don't know. Maybe that's a perk of amnesia. Maybe that's how you truly get over something dark from your past. Regardless, Hazel's pills scare me. It's not good. You can tell just by looking at her that this isn't good for her. I need her to stop taking them if we're going to get any answers. I've got to get her out of this zombie state and wake her up. It's pointless while she's stuck in there, though. It's just like when I was in the psych ward at Jefferson. I'd be willing to bet the Eidolon is behind this, too. Just like they tried with me. They want to keep her trapped there and drugged into that stupor just like they did with me. She's only a kid. We've got to get her out. That's the solution. After about 10 to 15 minutes with Hazel, another nurse came by and was just sort of hovering around. It made me nervous. I know she was trying to listen. Eavesdropping, so we stopped talking about anything real. Not that Hazel was giving us any information, but... After another five minutes or so, the nurse came by, grabbed Hazel's wheelchair, and said she needed to go back. To where? To stare at a wall in her room? It was so obviously bullshit. So no answers yet, but I'm not giving up that easy. I've been thinking about a plan to get her out since. I'm not sure how closely they're monitoring her. The security in there seemed pretty lax, but I'd be willing to bet that just means we weren't paying enough attention. I've got to go back in and check things out better, but it's risky. Alex doesn't think it's a good idea, but she doesn't know what I know. She doesn't have the fragments of my memories that I know include Hazel. It wasn't just a coincidence, remembering her from the park. She's part of this. I can feel it. And she's only a kid. She can't be on all those meds. She needs help. She needs to get out of there, just like I did. She probably has no one else trying to save her. You don't have to say it. I, I know this is probably part of some elaborate trap, but don't worry. I'll be careful. Hazel will 
be much better off without the meds. And then we can get the answers we need and get to the bottom of this. It's all coming together. You know, I might need your help on this one. Maybe it's time to take this partnership to the next level. Yeah, thanks. I gotta give this some thought. Oh, okay. I'll be in touch. That's all he recorded. I never know when he's going to record again, but I set it up so you can subscribe to get it whenever he does. In the meantime, I want to help get the word out for Mr. Doe as much as possible, so I'm on all the normal social media channels. Please help us spread the word on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram with the hashtag unerasable. He's got friends and family out there somewhere, and with all of us working together, we've got to be able to help him. Also, I'm actually spending a lot of time matching the music and doing these little intros and stuff, so I'd love to hear what you think. If you feel inspired to write a review, that'd be really great. It may not exactly help Mr. Doe, but it'll keep me inspired. I'm trying my best to make it sound like a real podcast and keep everybody interested. And as always, if you know anything that might help, email me at lilymikhail at gmail.com. Or you can go to the website now too at unerasable.com. Thanks, and see you next time.